Placeball is baseball at your mercy. Baseball perfected. Our players are inhuman. They play day and night, rain or shine. They never grow sick. They never tire. This is our gift to you, the fans. We hear your prayers at trade deadlines. We suffer your DH debates no more. Democracy returns to the national pastime. Each week, you vote to remake the league in your own image. Everything from rules to rosters is in your hands. Of course, votes aren't free. Cash is king. So do what you do best. Gamble. Betting is allowed and encouraged. But parents fear not. Your currencies and credit cards have no value here. Blazeball deals in its own dollar. Seasons run Monday to Friday. The postseason runs on Saturday. On Sunday, we rest. Your your first vote is on us. The fate of the league is on you. (laughs) What's good, idiots? It's Tillman Henderson here. Just wanted to call in before you're about to listen to a podcast about the Baltimore Crabs. They were a team that I was very important to. Everyone on that team loved me. I was a fan favorite. I was a player favorite. I was a management favorite. I was an other team favorite. I'm a universally loved person, so I think it's important that when you hear everything that the Baltimore Crabs did well, you should instead be centering me in that conversation and in your thoughts, all right? So if you hear a Tot Fox or a Forest Best, just just replace that with Tillman. Just put Tillman Henderson in your brain, all right? Hold me there, like, like coddle me like a small, like a small animal, but like, uh, but like really buff. Like imagine a small dog with abs. I'm. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Hello, and welcome to the Hyperfixation here, where my friends tell me about something that excites them in 30 to 45 minutes so I can acquire an approximate knowledge of many things. I am your host, Roma Ostman. I use the they and them pronouns, and I am joined today by Marn. Hello, I'm Marn. I use she, her pronouns, and I co-host Argonauts among uh, having my fingers and a lot of other pies in the Moonshot Network. That's uh, your words. Uh, (laughs) Yes, so that's... Well, I've known you before the Moonshot Network, before I got this show, but I think I knew you, like, adjacent in the twitter world yeah community that we are in yeah um but holy shoot crap moonshot's been doing some cool stuff we have i i am my position is informally the time wizard so i manage our event calendars <laughs> and we have been doing a lot all of the things in a- so many things like i uh for example the mama mia 2 I'm very excited for. I am also super excited. (laughs) Can I tell you a secret that won't be a secret when this episode comes out? Yes. I've never seen Mamma Mia before in my (gasps) life. (laughs) Roma, you're going to watch Mamma Mia. Come on. (laughs) I I told this to my two friends, uh, Lisa and Cheyenne. I don't know if they're going to listen to this episode or not, but I was like, guys, I got into Mamma Mia. I'm playing Allie. And they're like, that's so cool. Like, I'm so excited (laughs) for you. Like, are you going to sing? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sing. But guys, I need your help. They're like, what? I'm like, I've never seen Mamma Mia before. And they both had the same collective. What? (laughs) (laughs) You at least have to... (laughs) <laughs> you at least have to get Riley to come on the show and tell you about Mamma Mia. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, this is where I might get Twitter involved. Twitter, 
please <laughs> help me get Riley on this show to tell me about Mamma Mia. <laughs> and then I can watch it. <laughs> and that'd be educated for my role. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah. <laughs> collect myself. But we're not here to just talk about Moonshot or Mamma Mia 2 or Mamma Mia 1. We're here to talk about Blaseball, correct? Yes, we are here to talk about Blaseball and specifically my Blaseball team, the Baltimore Crabs. I remember seeing uh, Go Crabs on your Twitter handle a lot mm-hmm. and not understanding. I just thought you were super into crabs, which is valid. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I am also. <laughs> <laughs> They're good little guys. Their skeletons are on the outside. It's very cool. Yeah, they're great. Love crabs. Blaseball <laughs> is is a fairly complicated, but yet simple game, if I'm understanding it correctly. Pretty much. Or is it just complex? <laughs> no, so, so we're probably only going to talk about the discipline era, because I think that's as much as I could get through in 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, and it's a little bit less complicated than the second era of baseball. <laughs> because the the second era the expansion era like kind of a theme was that they kept adding more and more game mechanics uh until the Mm. game kind of started to buckle under its own weight um i love that (laughs) but blazeball essentially is a browser game uh that is like absurdist horror baseball um where the way to participate is you pick a team and you can bet money on the outcomes of all the different games that are going on. There's a new game um, at the top of every hour. Every every team starts playing a new game. Um, and if you win, you get coins and you can buy votes, uh, which go into raffle tickets to basically win like enhancements and upgrades for your team. Okay, that's that's pretty fun. Yeah. And it's it like the the game the core game is just baseball but super fast. Um, one game takes an hour. Uh, they're randomly simulated games. Every player has uh stats basically. Uh, the core stats are what are they? Uh, batting, pitching, base running, and defense. And they they have a star rating in each of those. So you could have like a four star batter who is like only a one star pitcher. Um, And those star rankings have to do with a bunch of like complicated behind the scenes math that like they're all (laughs) it's basically like every time a new player like gets rolled up on the site, it's like the site is rolling a new like D character basically and is saying like Ayo. okay i'm allocating like this many points in like this specific area of of base running or like this specific area of pitching we probably won't get into all of that because that's all like okay. back end statistic stuff that's valid <laughs> um, um but uh, yeah uh, a, a season of baseball is monday to friday they do post seasons on the weekend uh it's currently an off season what is called a siesta um, it's been in off season since a little bit over a year ago when the expansion era ended. Um, and, and that's, that's baseball, basically. That's place. That's yeah. a baseball. Um, and it, and in, 
another uh, important thing that I was going to say before, before we start talking about the crowd specifically is that um, a lot of baseball is made up by the fans. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> there's... A lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about today, like there, there's kind of a hard line between like what is on the site and what is just like totally phenomenal. Um, so like everything that is canon on the site is basically like the games, the events that happen in game, because there's like different types of weather that affect the players and the way that the games pan out. Um, there's occasionally like NPCs who will show up and like affect different parts of the site and talk to the players. And and the uh, and every player has like a little stat card that has like their star rankings and like their pregame ritual and stuff. And that's basically all that exists on the site. But the fans have made up like elaborate lore for like every player and every team. And we're also going to be talking about a little bit of that. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so excited. Um <laughs> Before we we fully get into the crab to the crabbing, um, I have a couple of questions and a singular statement. Hell yeah! Um, I'll begin with the singular statement. Uh, Riley says W A F C, which I did have to Google, and uh, it means we are from Chicago. Yep. which I guess is what the Chicago firefighters say. Yes, uh, the Chicago firefighters. <laughs> Our our best friends, the crab, uh, we the crabs as a team are married to them unofficially. Aww. Um our our union is called Chicago. <laughs> uh, we we will talk about Chicago. <laughs> I'm very excited about Chicago. <laughs> um, so my my first question, uh, is well, you, you already answered my first one, which is what is baseball. Um, but my second question is. What slash when slash how did this journey for you begin? How did you get into the Baltimore Crabs? Um, so Riley is actually the person who got me into Blazeball um, because I saw a bunch of people on like my Twitter feed talking about it when it first started in late July 2020. And like the first couple weeks, I was like, oh, OK, this this doesn't like seem really like anything. I probably won't get into it. And then Riley started. Um, like sports casting the firefighters games on Twitch. Um, and I ended up watching some of those games and I was like, oh, players can like die in this? This is like way more than I thought it was. I'm I'm invested in this now. <laughs> um, and then um so I, I am from Maryland. I live in Baltimore County. I found out that there was a Baltimore team and that they sucked ass. And I was like, absolutely sign me up. <laughs> I love it when a Baltimore sports team is just garbage at what they do. Perfect. I love that. <laughs> I actually um oh, sorry. Oh, I no cuz our our a lot of our real life sports teams are garbage, but they're always very fun <laughs> to watch. Um that reminded me cuz uh Riley also did uh give me a little bit of tips on how to get into baseball and I did make an attempt, but I got very confused very easily and uh fell off but i do feel like i looked up florida's team ah it's oh, the miami yeah, the, dale yeah the dolly the miami yeah and i wasn't super into the that marketing so i decided i don't need to choose my local team 
and I decided to get into the Hellmouth Sunbeams. And those are All my the guys. Sunbeams are fun. I love those guys. I like their marketing a lot. They're good. Yeah, good I have people. a I have a Sunbeams hat. Hell yeah. It says uh it says stare into the sun on the back of it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, okay. That's gonna be something I'm gonna be doing while we record this episode is look for that hat. Um but we got the backstory. We've got the who, what, why, and how. Are you ready to explain to me and hyperfixate at me about the Baltimore crabs? Yes, I am so ready. I'm starting this timer. <laughs> you have 30 to 45 so. minutes. <laughs> All right. So, like I said before, we're only going to talk about the discipline era because the expansion era was very long and complicated and the discipline era i feel like is a lot tighter and it the narrative arc of what happened to the crabs during the discipline era is very good um we will i i there is a little epilogue that takes place during the expansion era that i want to tack on but we'll get there <laughs> okay 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 so blazeball started out with 20 teams on the website um in late July 2020, the Baltimore Crabs were one of those teams. In Fannin, <laughs> the Baltimore Crabs are residents of Baltimore who had a relationship with a old god that lived in the Chesapeake Bay. Yes. Who, yes, <laughs> uh, who is called interchangeably. Uh, the old one, the mother crab, the deep one, uh, they who live in slumber under the oldest bay, she of the eternal shuffle, the indomitable snip, that their big crab, our lady of the impenetrable shell, or Big Deborah. We also call her Debbie and Crab Mom. <laughs> I like how that progressively went from like the eldritch <laughs> horror of like a god to just like, I just thought Deb, we're all <laughs> we're all good over here. <laughs> Yeah, in uh, in in the in like the fan Discord, we call her Debbie. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> or we call her Big Deb. Big Deb. How big, um, how big is she? <laughs> she was a very very large crab that lived in the Chesapeake Bay. Is this real lore? Like, is this a real crab? No, this is this okay. is like a this is a totally made up. Yeah, this is a totally made up eldritch god crab. <laughs> I wasn't sure if this was tied to like real like local lore. And so that's where I went. Wait a minute! This, this is this, there might be something here. It's like, oh no, it's just bullshit. I love it even more. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um. One thing that I will say, especially having listed off all of those names, is that uh, the Blazeball Wiki, where a lot of like the fanon content is kept, has a thing called the interdimensional rumor mill, and it is a function on the wiki that will bring up a different background for a player or like an NPC every time you refresh the page. What? <laughs> the crabs are very well known to be the biggest proponents of this function and most if not all of our players have like multiple fan and interpretations. <laughs> uh uh I want I I I'm going to I'm sorry, I'm having a moment. I'm envisioning like somebody got into Blaze Ball all on their own. They didn't know about that. 
and they're having a full-blown argument of like, that's not this player, this is their facts, and then to go back to the wiki and it just to be completely different and have a complete meltdown. It's <laughs> like, great. Oh. I love it. <laughs> um, now, when we talk, <laughs> when I get into talking about like the, the lineup and the rotation and stuff, I'm probably just going to say like, here's the player, here's the most like common interpretation of them. Okay. Like, they're like we have some players that have like five different interpretations on the wiki and like if you refresh you'll get a different one um but most of them there's like one generally agreed upon like interpretation that you will see in a lot of fan work of that okay. player um anyway so the main the main baltimore crabs they all had a relationship with uh the old one the crab that lived in the bay um this relationship turned sour and they uh they basically rose up against the old one and murdered her. <laughs> no! No! Uh, this, this part Why? of Fanon is, is deliberately vague because of the fact that we like to encourage different interpretations. Um, <laughs> on the wiki, it says, like, not much is recorded about this, but we know she's dead, basically. <laughs> hey, yo. Um... <laughs> The only things that can be said in confidence about the event are the entire city participated in the act, the Baltimore crabs were essential in the striking of the killing blow, and it had to be done. Why is it so vague? I mean, I know why it's so vague, but like... <laughs> uh... um, so basically, one of my favorite things about the crabs in Fanon is that they've like already gone through their like hero's journey arc... <laughs> <laughs> they they did this whole like crab uprising and they killed a god and now they're just playing sports. <laughs> is this is that's a shonen reaction to have. Yeah, it's great. They're just like <laughs> they just went back to being normal guys. Well, I mean, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> exactly. Um and a couple other things, like a couple other basic facts about the crabs. Uh, they play in a stadium called the Crabitat, which is also the name of our fan discord, uh, which is a stadium in the Chesapeake Bay that is made out of the body of the old one. Uh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh, there was one other thing, but it probably isn't important because I forgot it. Uh, I think think about the fan culture of the crabs uh, is that we get very intense about voting. We are known, we were known very early on as like the team that had a lot of good strategy and we had the numbers to pull off the strategy. The, yeah. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> And when we commit to something, we commit to it hard. <laughs> I am having a moment. I wanted to see if somebody's drawn the crab attack. And oh, I yeah. made the mistake of just typing in Baltimore crabs fan art. And can I tell you, like, 50% of this is just pictures of boiled crabs. <laughs> just, just bolts, like, actual Baltimore, like, crab, crab houses. <laughs> Here, uh, the, the picture Aww. on the wiki for the Kravitat is a 3D render that somebody made. It's pretty good. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. 
our our little Discord banner isn't on the wiki. Hold on, it might be. Yeah, I don't know where it is, but it's it's basically like a, a photoshopped picture of a baseball diamond inside of a giant crab, and over top it says, "You can say fuck here because you can't swear <laughs> in the official baseball Discord." But you can in our side Discord the Kravitat. So to stop people from asking, we just put you can say fuck here on our Discord banner. That's so beautiful. It's really good. I, how do I I kinda wanna I how do I get in this Discord? Uh okay. Our our Discord link uh is tillmansucks.com. I will send it to you. Oh, I was about to type it out. <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about Tillman. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, so that's basically like the the sort of background in in Fanon behind the crabs and like the the fan culture uh a little bit. And uh and now we're gonna talk about the the discipline era history of the Baltimore Crabs. Okay. So Season one of Blaseball, we don't know a lot about. Um, there is a Blaseball adjacent organization called Cyber, S-I-B-R. Uh, they are the Society for Internet Blaseball Research, I believe. Um, and they are, they have a lot of projects going to like archive as much of Blaseball as they can. Um, so they have a site where you can like replay um any any baseball games from like season three onwards but season one uh they weren't able to archive but we do have some of the stats from that era uh and we know definitively <laughs> that the crabs were the worst team in the entire league oh no in season one <laughs> um, <laughs> there were 20 teams uh in the expansion era there were 24 uh, but in Discipline Era, there were 20. Uh, and the Crabs came in dead last. <laughs> well, they were they were dead last in their league, and they were second last in the entire uh in the entire league. Do we know who was last? I believe it was hold on. I can probably look on the wiki and it'll tell me. Uh I think. It was yeah, it was the tacos, the Los Angeles tacos. Heck yeah! Were, okay, were, uh, the crabs had three more wins than them. <laughs> By the skin of their shells. Yes, uh, gotcha. but they were they were the least successful team in the Evil League, uh, which was their league. Uh, Blazeball is split into two leagues of four with four divisions. Uh, so there's the Good and Evil League, and then they were split into uh, Lawful Good, Chaotic Good, Lawful Evil, and Chaotic Evil. Uh, those those would change later, and we'll talk about that too. <laughs> but okay. the starting roster of the Crabs looked like this. I'm going to send a picture in the chat. We have a chat command in the Crabitat to pull this up. Because we call these the flat crabs. <laughs> what? Because their oh. stat block is a rectangle. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Why? 
Uh, no, nobody on the crabs had more than two stars to their name uh, in batting or pitching. And our worst player, our worst pitcher had zero stars in pitching. <laughs> oh, you know, can I, I, I have a, I'm looking at these names uh-huh. and I'm looking at my Baltimore fan art, Baltimore crabs fan art. And one of them I have seen is Pedro Davids. Yes. And he is incredibly beautiful. Yeah, you're probably looking at his wiki picture, which was drawn by Goblin, who's one of the uh, Discord mods. Um, it is the wiki. It is beautiful. Pedro's great. Oh. Uh, so we're we're gonna talk about these guys and like how they're generally depicted in fanon. Um, starting with Pedro, uh, he was our leadoff batter. Uh, he is still on the team as of season twenty four. He is one of two original players who are still on the team i believe okay i think that's right uh pedro is one of my favorite players in like the whole game he is very quietly one of our best players um he's not like very popular in in just like the baseball fan community but there is like a dedicated fan base of people who really like him i (laughs) can see why and most of the crabs love him. Yeah. Um, he is a marine biologist who uh, is from Mexico, moved to Baltimore uh, to get his marine biology degree. For most of the discipline era, he was lured to carry around a RV on his back like a hermit crab. What? <laughs> And then, I've and had then to later, push one of those. Yeah. So uh, and then later in the expansion era, it became mechanical wings, uh, which is very fun. That 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 he so he was a crab Gundam. Yeah, basically, yeah. That's. <laughs> I I'm already I'm on board. I'm in the ship. Uh, under underneath Pedro is Valentine Games, uh, who is his childhood friend and love interest. Oh. I love Valentine. Uh, Pedro and Valentine are generally in Fanon. Uh, they have been pen pals since they were like 10 years old and met by chance in Baltimore. Um, and they are very quietly devoted to each other. And I love them. <laughs> I'm loving the fan art I found. But why is Valentine Games in a tacos unit? Don't worry, we'll get there. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Valentine Games is a poet, is a very, would go on to have a very prolific baseball career, become a very good batter, uh, is basically beloved throughout the league, um, and is uh, is an original Baltimore Crab. We still love, we still love Val. Mm-hmm. Val's great. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's Pedro and Val. Uh, third on the roster is Parker Para, who is a fourth dimensional being, uh, who appears usually in the in the shape of a person with uh whose eyes are not visible, um, mm-hmm. just like constantly in shadow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Para is good. Para is like a, just a little bit chaotic and and fun. Sometimes doesn't exist in the third dimension as we understand it. Um, is would go on to become a very bad pitcher for a little bit. 
like the worst pitcher in the league for a oh, little no. bit during the expansion era. Uh, was a pretty solid batter most of the time that we had them, and uh, and and yeah, that's that's Para. I like I like them. I like <laughs> they, them a lot as well. They are they're they're very commonly lured as enjoying to do like crafts and origami. Um, because they they exist in like the fourth and fifth dimension, um, and and they like to do three dimensional art, which I think is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Our cleanup hitter was Kennedy Loser, who is the other original player who's still on the team, uh, and one of my favorite players. Uh, Kennedy is generally lured as being a team dad. Uh, whether you think of him as a he-him lesbian or just a cis man, those are like the two most common interpretations. Um, I believe at one point we had, I don't know if it's still on the wiki, but we had like a rotating thing uh, that picked like a random husband for him every time you refreshed his page. <laughs> every time he what? Every time you refreshed his page, it would like load in a different bio for his husband. Oh, because oh. we decided at some point that we had a that he had a husband who was just like a normal guy, just a normal fella. <laughs> um, but lesbian Kennedy is often shipped with another crab, who we will talk about later. Um, Kennedy was one of our not our best players, but one of our funniest. At the beginning of things, uh, would would often just like hit home runs when absolutely no one was expecting it. <laughs> hey yo, which was why I I really enjoyed uh him. He was like my first favorite player in baseball, um, and he and and Kennedy was also lured to be the co captain, uh, to Combs Duende, who is underneath him in the lineup. Uh, Combs is very tall, has very long hair with uh, Venus Combs stuck in it, uh, and is generally lured as either completely nonverbal or the combs in their hair talk for them. Oh? Yeah. Oh? <laughs> okay, I gotta look this up now. More crabs. Combs. Here, I got you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love combs. <laughs> um and And I believe they were lured to be our team captain because they were one of our strongest players very early on. Uh they're also lured to have led the crabs in the in like the crab reckoning. And like phenomenally that is why they were made the team captain when they started playing sports. <laughs> You led us before in war, and you will lead us again. Exactly. Um, there was also Sutton Dreamy, who is either... Dreamy has a lot of interpretations. I like... I am personally fond of the one where uh, she's like a, a dream amalgam, either like of the team or of the people of Baltimore, and kind of like changes her appearance and like being depending on like who's around her and like what their perception of her is i i'm seeing that in this fan art and that is incredible it's very cool oh um dreamy was one of i believe our worst hitters for a really long time um but we all 
we all loved her a lot, so we never we never wanted to get rid of her. <laughs> you get to stay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh then there was Forrest Best, who is a mannequin with crab legs, uh, who is a crabs fan favorite. Uh just this spooky looking cryptid who runs so fast. <laughs> hey yo! Uh Forrest I, I think was our was our first fastest player uh and would only go on to become faster. Uh we love Forrest so much. They they're just like they are literally just a forest cryptid. Uh with crab they're legs. Doing, they're doing so great and I'm so proud of them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and one of the like one of the crabs chants in the discipline era was just best is best. Uh because it was very fun to watch them get on base and just steal base after base after base. I believe they still have like the most soul and bases in the entire league as of like season 24. <laughs> They've stolen all of them. They've stolen they so many belong. bases. Uh even even their pregame ritual, as randomly assigned by the site, is doing crimes. <laughs> Be a forest cryptid, do crimes. What are you gonna do about it? Exactly. Uh, and then finishing out the roster was Jay Watts, Joshua Watson, who was the mayor of Ocean City, Maryland, um, and also a ghost. G- ghost. <laughs> Jay Watts was one of those weird. Uh, one of those weird cases where, like, a lot of early baseball lore was just, like, whatever people wanted to throw on the wiki kind of made it in. <laughs> and so people were like, yeah, he's dead, and also he's the mayor of Ocean City. <laughs> and also, he can o- like, he lives under the docks. And also, like, his husband is on this team, because they have the same last name. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, then finish. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm absorbing it. Yeah, it's it's a lot of information. You, there will be less information soon. I promise. <laughs> um, <Okay>. and then <laughs> finishing the batting lineup was Nora Perez, who was a grad student who is being mentored by Pedro, uh, and also working a lot of side gigs throughout Baltimore in order to cover her tuition. So, like, she was on the baseball team, but also she was a barista, and she occasionally worked, like, at the concession stand <laughs> in in the stadium. So both, uh, oh, oh my gosh, both uh, official player and NPC? Yeah. Um, and, and Nora is also one of my favorites. She is very, like, spunky and entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. I love this art. Yeah. Some of, some of Nora's art is by me. Because... I just clicked on it. Hello, I found <laughs> yeah. you. Because uh, cause she didn't get lore until uh, a couple of seasons in, and a bunch of us were like, all right, we're going to care about Nora now. We've decided. <laughs> Nora We're gets lore. Her a backstory. Nora gets art. Nora gets yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, and then and then we get into our pitching rotation. Um, 
you may you may have noticed at this point that some of the lore is looking at the character's name uh, and being like, well, your name is Combs Duende. You have Venus Combs in your hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then some of the lore is just, we're going to make this a full person <laughs> because we're not paying any attention to the fact that like they have something that we can make a pun about in their name. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Brock Forbes was kind of like that. Oh, I I I opened his wiki page and I got the the uh, the backstory for him that one of my friends wrote, where he is a Lego minifigure, which is very good. <laughs> <laughs> the most common interpretation of Brock Forbes uh, is that he is a guy who is made of literal stone. Um. The Fanon kind of lore for that is that he's the one who struck the actual killing blow on the old one and was like a very close devotee of hers. And so it sort of in retribution, uh, the old one turned him to stone. I love this. I Is there a reason why his eyes gouged out? Is that from the killing? Is that him turning into stone? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, he has like a bunch of in 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 Goblin's art of him. He has like a bunch of scars that are uh, that have turned into geodes, which I love. Mm -hmm. And this kind of came about because uh, Brock was our strongest pitcher throughout all of the discipline era. And so our our chant for him was uh, Brock our rock. Uh, and we called him Brock the Rock Forbes, because uh, he is—he was just like a very solid pitcher. Continued to be a very solid pitcher. Uh, he's also gained the nickname Mister Postseason because he has only ever lost one game in the postseason. Hey yo, yeah. What a powerful individual! Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, uh, and the next to Brock was Winnie Hess, who is a horse. The horse used the elevator. I didn't know it could do that. Oh, my TikTok has been full of that audio line. I'm sorry that that's that killed me. You know, that's that's my favorite one. That one right there. And that's like I'll die for them. And that's like the the back and forth of voice follow, right? Sometimes you have a guy who's like, yeah, like he he killed a, an old god and he turned to stone and like now he's a pitcher for the crabs because like he's really devoted to these people who he killed a god with. And then the person next to him is just like, yeah, that's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and what's their story? What's you know, what's their deal? Ah, horse. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> just just a horse who learned how to pitch. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then and then is Montgomery Bullock, who is a weird case because we originally lured Monty as something very specific. And then the like the common interpretation of lore changed very slowly over the course of 24 seasons. Um, the original kind of goof with Monty is that um, 
he it is a sentient suit of armor that uh houses um that <laughs> okay <laughs> here's some real life maryland lore um uh-huh <laughs> Maryland has a county called Montgomery County. Um, and early on in Blaze, I think in like season three, we were like, oh, it would be really funny if Montgomery Bullock was called that because it's like jury duty for people in Montgomery County. And like you just get a letter in the mail that is like, hey, you have to go be the pitcher for the crafts today. <laughs> So it's always a different guy? Yeah, so so like <laughs> for a while the lore was like yeah, Montgomery is just like a suit of armor that always like houses a different person from Montgomery County. <laughs> and it's like a jury duty situation in there. I I I love that. It's great. But- uh the <laughs> The other popular interpretation, <laughs> which I don't think is on the wiki, hold on. Yeah, no, it's not in there. Um, the other popular interpretation is that Monty is just a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> just like a regular crocodile that they put a hat on and they put on the pitching mound and like everyone is too afraid to ask what a regular crocodile is doing there. I I love both of these shouts, but if I may add my my little touch to the pseudo armor one, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's already been said, but you know, you get a letter in the mail that's like, ah, it's here, it's your jury duty, it's your Montgomery Bullock time tonight. And uh but it's not like you just show up willingly and put on the suit. It's like then the suit just kind of comes around the corner from the front door and just scoops you up. <laughs> I love that. That rules. It is time now. (laughs) You just get swallowed by it. Yeah, like Iron Maiden with no with no pointies on the inside. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Or Berserk Armor. That's another shout. Yeah. Uh, And then and then under Monty is Birdie uh, Adalberto Tosser, who is. who was originally lured as just having one very big arm made of crab shell. Uh, and then uh, we kind of built onto that. I was like, yeah, like he's an artist and he got kicked out of, uh, of Maryland Institute College for the Arts. Um, and because he he parties a lot and like he's roommates with Pedro and he uh, he married Brock originally for tax reasons. But now they're in love. For tax reasons? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so like Beauty and the Beast kind of energy. So another important fact about the crabs is that <laughs> we love marriage and divorce. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have a shipping chart where the only options are divorced, not yet divorced, and oh my god, they were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> and we call it the divorb because it's it's a circle. <laughs> it just keeps psych. Yeah. <laughs> they were roommates. Um I <laughs> I really like Birdie. Uh Birdie has some has some uh had some moments that we'll get into <laughs> later in the discipline era. 
Um, Bring it on. And then there's Tillman Henderson. <laughs> ah. <laughs> the name returns once more. I, uh, I went into the Kravitat Discord a couple days ago, and I was like, all right, guys, I'm going on a podcast to talk about the history of the crabs. What do I like? What can't I forget to to like say on this podcast? And they were <laughs> like, well, you have to not forget to say that you were responsible for Tillman. What? What do you mean you were responsible? Um, so Tillman is the baseball equivalent of a Tumblr sexy man. And I am yes. And I'm the first person who ever did art of him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Tillman, I love him. Tillman was our worst pitcher for a very, very long time, uh, and his his wiki page reflected it. Um, his, his original wiki page, uh, right now it's a little, it's a little bit of a mess. Um, his original wiki page was basically, uh, hey, this guy sucks. Like, <laughs> he, uh, oh yeah, here's, here's the rumor registry for it. <laughs> Henderson never fetches his own balls and is frequently late to practice, primarily due to arguing about his height on his own Wikipedia page. It's our, it's our height. Yeah. Man. Oh. He was awful. Uh Riley and I very briefly did a stint running a uh a uh Tillman Twitter account where every time another Blazeball player died, uh we would like retweet the death announcement and be like ripped to them, but I'm different. What? <laughs> like if I were that guy, I simply would have dodged. Oh. <laughs> is that uh, what this? Oh. Tillman is basically like our guy. Like you know how sometimes you invent a guy to get mad at. <laughs> you you made a punching bag. Yeah, or like you know how sometimes Twitter will just like make up a, a fake archetype of a person to get mad at or whatever uh, yeah that was that was basically Tillman for us like whenever we lost a game we were like oh god damn it Tillman <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh he he was our verbal punching bag and then he kind of escaped containment oh no um which we'll we'll talk about a little later uh and and he is now a <laughs> A lot more popular than we ever thought that he was gonna be, basically. <laughs> he exceeded all expectation. Um, our our one rule for Tillman among the crabs is he's not allowed to have a redemption arc. We don't accept anyone trying to give Tillman Henderson a redemption arc. <laughs> he just sucks. Oh he won't get Zuko'd ever. Absolutely He'll not. Just stay where he's at. He is just a guy who sucks. I love, I love that. Yeah. So that was, so that was the flat crabs. Uh, That was the season one crabs. Uh, They were really bad. (laughs) They were not good. 
but in the election, uh, in the season one election, they won two blessings. Uh, they got team boost, which improved their overall stats by 6%. Um, so everybody got a little bit of a boost. Uh, and they stole the best pitcher in the league. Oh. Uh, they stole Polkadot Patterson from the Breath Mints, and they traded in Winnie Hess, the horse. No, not Winnie, no! <laughs> uh, baby! <laughs> Polkadot had just gotten a blessing that ma- maxed out their pitching stats. They were a five-star pitcher, uh, and immediately afterwards, the crab stole them from the team that had voted to max them out. So the so the crab started season two with the best pitcher in the entire league. This art <laughs> is incredible. Yeah, I, I love Dot. Dot's really great. There's um there is a really good fanfic writer in, in the Blazeball community who like only writes fanfics about uh polka dot Patterson and, and their team, the Moist Talkers. Dot's, the moist, Dot's great. I love them. The moist Moist Talkers? Yep. <laughs> Righteous. All right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they, they started season two. Um, another really important thing that happened at the end of season one, uh, in, in just like the general plot, we're going to talk a little bit about the general plot of Blazeball of the Discipline Era. We won't talk that much about it because another thing about the crabs is that we fuck around, but we don't often find out. <laughs> Fuck around, stay in the dark. Yeah, we uh, we took a lot of pride in not being a plot important team for a really long time. <laughs> um, but in uh, one of the one of the election things that people could vote on was decrees. Um, and decrees are basically league wide rules that go into effect, and whatever one gets the most votes, um, wins. And so. The one that won in season one was Open the Forbidden Book, which was only described as It is Forbidden. Mm-hmm. When the election results were read, uh, the immediate results read, The book opens. Solar eclipse. Umpire's eyes turn white. Star player Jalen Hotdog Fingers is incinerated. Hellmouth swallows the Moab desert. The discipline era begins. Oh! It's the crabs' fault? No, this is this was basically everyone's fault. Every single person who who voted to open the forbidden book, basically, this was their fault. Everyone's fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh and so the best player in the league, uh Garage Seattle Garage's pitcher Jalen Hotdog Fingers was immediately incinerated, um, replaced with a totally different guy. Uh, put a pin in Jalen, we'll get back to her. <laughs> okay. Uh, another important thing uh, was that you could actually access the Forbidden Book on the site. Uh, it was all of the rules of Blazeball, but they were very heavily redacted. <laughs> um, one important rule... Uh, said that any team that won three championships would ascend. Oh. Ascend? Yeah. Put, also put a pin in that. We'll get, we'll get back there. 
So season two started out and all of the weather on the site, every the weather for every single game was a solar eclipse uh, because the forbidden book had been opened. Um, and people are like, huh, I wonder what that's about. Uh, and they found out on day 13 of season two uh, when another player was incinerated by an umpire. Uh, Fitz Massey of the Hawaii Fridays uh, was incinerated and replaced by a completely new player that the site had rolled up. This would continue throughout the season. <laughs> so the uh, what, what happens when you're incinerated in this uh, game? You die. <laughs> You just get <laughs> it's it's basically like every um cyber like figured out how it works, but like basically at at some points during a game, it does like whenever a player is up to bat or whatever, it does like a random roll. And if you fail that roll, uh it gives you a message that says like player was incinerated by a rogue umpire, replaced by new player. Oh uh, and they're and they're gone. <laughs> they're gone forever. Never to be seen again. We'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) So on uh, on day 25, um, which was, I I believe, two real time days uh, into the season, uh, Nora Perez was incinerated. Oh, and she was replaced by Holden Stanton, who was a fairly unremarkable batter, but would go on to become interestingly relevant to the journey of the crabs, shall we say. Uh Um, So Nora was incinerated. Uh, The crabs also notably this season played the the very first 20 inning game. What? (laughs) Which I believe for a while had the record of the longest baseball game ever played. Hey, yo. Uh, it was against the Breckenridge Jazz Hands, and um, it it was just a tie game for twenty innings. <laughs> it was a very long game. Ooh. Uh, despite having the help of Polka Dot Patterson, they still finished fifth in the league in in the Evil League and ninth in the entire league, uh, and they won no blessings in the election. And in fact, they had Polka Dot Patterson stolen away from them by the Moist Talkers. Oh. And they were given in return Oliver Not a Robot. Not. Not. That's a last name? (laughs) Yeah, his last name is Not a Robot. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Is it all one word? Yeah. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Uh, His his lore is that he's very obviously a robot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he wears like, <laughs> but he wears like a fake mustache and everyone pretends to believe him. <laughs> I love <laughs> So season guy. So season three was where I came in. That was this is where I started um following Blaseball. Um also season two altogether three, four, five. So season two altogether out of 99 days plus, because there was postseason of um of solar eclipses, 16 players died across 20 teams. That's a lot of death. Season Deaths. three. Oh my gosh. Season three had more incinerations. 
but uh the, 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 the crab skated by this time uh season three had a lot of like simultaneous incinerations it still had like everyday solar eclipse um often people would die like back to back to back on days uh it, it was pretty brutal but no no other crabs died so that was good for us <laughs> um <laughs> I'm so emotionally invested in this right now. I'm so worried about all their well-being. <laughs> yeah. Season three also introduced peanut weather, which was um, something that the fans had voted for. They had voted for a decree that was just called peanuts. Um, and occasionally there would be uh, peanut weather. And I think also bird weather that didn't do anything. It was just like birds coming looking for peanuts. Um, and as a random event during peanut weather, uh, players could swallow one and have either an allergic reaction, which would tank their stats, or a yummy reaction, which would boost their stats. Quickly finding out who's got a peanut allergy <laughs> on the field. Exactly. Uh, you could also buy peanuts from the shop on the site where you could buy votes. Um, this became relevant on day two of Placeball, uh, season three, where peanut fraud happened <laughs> peanut fraud someone hacked the site to give themselves near infinite peanuts and almost crashed the site wow that's a lot of peanuts <laughs> this caused uh the peanut to show up which was a giant peanut that replaced the front page of the site and had the word blasphemy underneath of it <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, and and occasionally during uh, during the season, I think once or twice, where the peanut would show back up to yell at people. Um, the the peanut is also known as the shelled one. Uh, it is one of the baseball gods. My brain immediately went ah. Baltimore crabs <laughs> has a new business to start. <laughs> exactly, another shelled being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the shelled one also showed up uh, when the game crashed uh, most of the way through the season on day 73. Um, there, uh, it was called the Grand Unslam because uh, a player in one of the games hit a Grand Slam and the site crashed. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! Um, and it it threw up like a bad gateway that was occasionally interrupted by like the peanut showing up to like yell at people. Uh, there was a bunch of other plot stuff that happened regarding that that uh, we're not going to talk about because it wasn't relevant to the crabs. We dodged <laughs> any consequences of that. <laughs> crabs minding their own business out here. Yeah. Uh, the crowd's still a little bit better this season. Uh, they finished third in the whole league. Um, and also on day 98, Valentine ate a peanut and had a yummy reaction and, uh, and got a little boost to her stats. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, they won a single blessing in the season three elections what? that would change the course of crab history as we now understand it. <laughs> The biggest one. <laughs> yes. So there was a certain sequence of blessings that happened. Um, this was around the time that the crabs started getting very serious about organizing for the election. Um, 
they said, okay, we are going to like make a spreadsheet and have everyone input their like what their how many votes they have on the spreadsheet. And we're going to try and put all of our votes into one or two blessings so that we have like the most like the biggest chance of getting them because there's still a random raffle. You can put in like 70 percent of the vote. And if none of your votes get pulled, then that's it. <laughs> like the other team gets it. Um, so we said, OK, we're going to put all of our blessings or all of our votes into the highway robbery blessing and headhunter. And Highway Robbery was the best player in the league joins your team. And Headhunter was the best hitter in your team's sub-league joins your team. And oh. so we had almost 50% of the votes in each of those for each of those blessings. Uh. The order of events that then happened was this. So we thought that we were going to steal Jessica Telephone because she was widely known to be the best player in the whole league mm -hmm. um, because she had gotten hit by like a max out player blessing a couple seasons ago. We turned out to be wrong about that. <laughs> the sequence of events as they happen because blessings fire in order. So if a blessing affects one team and then another team gets a different blessing that has consequences related to the first one, they happen in order. So oh, no. the Jazz Hands got Highway Robbery. They stole Nagomi McDaniel, who was the best player in the league. <laughs> the Crabs won Headhunter. And the best player in our sub-league was now Nagomi McDaniel, who had been stolen by the Jazz Hands. No! <laughs> Judas. <laughs> so we immediately stole their player they had stolen and sent them holding uh, Nora's replacement in return. Uh, <laughs> it was incredibly funny. It was that's... not it was not the first time that this trade would or it was not the last time that this trade would happen. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> This this became a little dance that we would do with the jazz hands from time to time. <laughs> now who's doing the jazz hands now? <laughs> um, so then season four happened. Um, and this was a very good season for the crabs. Uh we missed the playoffs by one game. Aww. <laughs> And uh, and th this was a season that uh, that tragedy struck our team. Uh, oh. It was it was a good season for us statistically, but uh, new weather had been introduced. There was feedback which could swap two players uh, between their teams. Um, and on day twenty five, Valentine was caught in the feedback and swapped with Tot Fox of the Jazz Hands. <gasps> Judas. Tot Fox is just a fox. <laughs> this is my favorite yeah. picture of her. <laughs> <laughs> Baby! Oh. <laughs> the crabs are known oh. for uh, giving a lot of players who we get like crab traits and, and calling it carcinization. 
and making it kind of about like that that player's like emotional journey playing for the team and stuff. And when we got top fox, we were like, we're just gonna put a crab hat on that fox. She's already perfect. <laughs> perfect. Don't need to do anything else. <laughs> perfect character. Got it in one. <laughs> First shot, everybody. Keep going. <laughs> um so we lost Valentine, who is now our second best hitter to the jazz hands. We got Top Fox in return. Top Fox is a pretty good hitter. Um, it was it was a decent trade. Um, Hot turned out to be very solid for us. Um, and then on day 63, Combs, our captain, was incinerated. No! <laughs> Which was a low point in the discipline era for the crabs. Um, yeah. Combs was like a fan favorite player. Um, not not strictly the best player, but did did a lot of of hits and and runs for the team. Tried to steal bases a lot. Didn't always make it, <laughs> but had <laughs> had the spirit. Um, and was replaced by Finn James, who was not a very good batter, but was a very good pitcher. Mm-hmm. And so that shaped our strategy for the next couple of seasons. Um, because so so Finn is uh is also one of my favorite crabs. Uh she's still on the team. She is generally lured to be a fish girl. Um, specifically, uh either a per like a, a fish girl who has a literal fish for a head, uh, or a living person who died during the crab rebellion um oh? and was brought back as kind of a fish monster when the crabs needed her most okay i like her hold on here's art that my friend kaylee did of her she's pretty good i love is that seaweed yeah here's also finn with a fish head I love the angler fish, but it's a fist. Yeah. <laughs> That's how she pitched. Nope. With her angler fish hand. I love the little what is the fanny pack? The fanny pack. <laughs> um Finn Finn is just like a universally beloved amongst the crabs. Um we mm -hmm. our our chant for her is uh Finn James wins games. Absolutely. She she pitched Finn, one of Finn the earliest perfect games in the in in blazeful i think yo yeah she threw uh the second recorded perfect game in blazeball no that's a champion i'll also die for her i love her <laughs> so she was not a good batter though um but there were blessings in that election that would swap our best pitching hitter and our worst Wait, hold on. It's it was our best hitting pitcher and our worst hitter and then our worst hitter and our worst pitcher. And we looked at those blessings and we said, "Hey, we could compose a pretty good team if we got both of these." Mhm. Mm <laughs> because our worst hitter was our best pitcher and our worst pitcher was Tillman Henderson, who was a great <laughs> batter. <laughs> not a bad not a bad straight off not bad yeah. at all 
And our best hitting pitcher was uh, Ollie Not a Robot. Uh, and our worst hitter was uh, Joshua Watson, who is a pretty decent pitcher. And he said, "Yeah, we could we could probably do this." Uh, and we won yeah. both of those blessings with over fifty percent of the votes. <laughs> Let's go! Oh my god! <laughs> this was the get her done. This was the beginning of the the crab era within the discipline era. <laughs> Uh, because we we very seriously started to focus on voting and optimizing our lineup, um, and we were able to uh, start accomplishing that. The only thing that tripped us up a little bit was that uh, a decree called alternate reality passed, um, and what that did was it shuffled the stats of two players on every team's lineup, um, and. For us, those two players were uh, Oliver Not a Robot and Joshua Watson, but they still end up swapping, so it was okay. <laughs> okay, it didn't it didn't ruin our our plan that we had set into action. <laughs> good, good. Season five was a great season for the crabs. <laughs> season five was a record setting season for the crabs. Uh, we. Had optimized our pitching staff. Finn won 16 games across the entire season. Tillman hit a grand slam as of, in his first season as a batter. Ayo? Hey, Tillman? <laughs> yeah. He was a really good batter. <laughs> oh, wait. And we made the postseason for the first time. Uh, we set we set a league record for the most wins. We went sixty five and thirty four across the whole uh, regular season. We made it to the postseason. We were knocked out in the first round of the postseason. Ah, <laughs> yeah, you made it though. We did make it. Uh, the de- the decrees in this election were a little bit weird. Uh, they did not have descriptions, um, but they were believed to be. Things that would shuffle up the different divisions. Um, there was Confuse Good, Confuse Evil, Diagonal World, Parallel World, High Filter, and Do Nothing. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it sh- <laughs> oh, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> so it, it should be noted at this point that only three teams had ever won championships up until season five. Uh, the Philly Pies had won two. The Hades Tigers had won two. And then in season five, the Chicago Firefighters won one. Hey. Um, basically, if the Pies or the Tigers went on to win another championship, they would ascend. Whatever ascension meant. Hmm. <laughs> And so a lot of strategy turned towards blocking them from winning a third championship. A lot of teams were trying to optimize so that they could get the, that championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the high filter decree went into effect uh, and it shuffled the leagues. Um, it made the leagues. Oh, gosh, what did it do? Uh, it made the leagues instead of. Good and evil, they were wild and mild. <laughs> uh, and it basically sorted uh, all 
So there was wild high, mild high, wild low, and mild low. And it basically sorted the teams by ability. So if you were a really good team, you had a lot of high star count players, you ended up in wild high or mild high. If you were kind of a a middling to bad team, you ended up in wild low to mild low. Uh, wild low, I believe, was known as gay, as a gay baby jail <laughs> because what? it was just a lot of really <laughs> bad teams kind of duking it out to be the worst for a while. Maybe that was mild low. I don't remember which one. <laughs> oh my gosh! The crabs ended up in wild high, um, which was the nice. crabs, the jazz hands, the lovers, the millennials, and the firefighters. Um, and those were some of just generally like the best teams in the league at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, the Crabs also won four blessings in the oh. season five election. <laughs> um, they lost Nagomi to the Jazz Hands again. Uh, the Jazz Hands were able to steal Nagomi from us. Uh, and they sent back Holden, <laughs> who was an original crab. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. They were blessed by Horde Hallucinations, which improved their base running by 17%. Uh, nice. They were also blessed by a overall improvement of 6%. Uh, and they were blessed by Falling Stars, which improved three of uh, four of our players by 20%. It was Nagomi, Forrest, Kennedy Loser, and Pedro. Um, at this time, kind of behind the scenes in our strat center we have the crabs very famously have um like nine strategy channels in our discord <laughs> what we used to have less but uh we're we're very like strategy and like statistics focus for the most part um we've kind of come to a decision we said we're not like there's no way we're gonna become like we're gonna make any of our players into the best hitters in this league like there are so many good hitters um, we don't like none of these blessings really appeal to us. Like we're not going to really stand a chance. We're going to become the fastest team in the league. <laughs> we're going to focus on pumping up our base running because we already have players who are really good at stealing bases. So if we make them fast enough, no one will be able to catch them stealing bases. <laughs> you're not wrong (laughs) and thus began the era of crab fast (laughs) how fast can you shuffle uh we also won uh the plan pitch from the plate uh which stole the best pitching hitter uh from the firefighters uh we stole axel trollolol who is the best pitching hitter uh and we sent them uh, Jay Watts in return, Joshua Watson. Uh, so mm-hmm. we now also had the best pitcher in the league. Nice. <laughs> on our team. <laughs> Going on the up and up. Yeah. So we were very fast. We could steal bases very well. And we had a very good pitching rotation. <laughs> Season oh, six. Wait. The Crabs finished first in the Wild League and won 80 out of 99 games. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we, well, we we started out with just a little pile of crab. And next thing, 
they're all they're they king crab all of them yeah people so powerful people were not very happy that we'd somehow managed to win four blessings in the election (laughs) 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 and um our yeah our performance this season made a lot of people a little bit mad But they yeah, get we, over it. <laughs> we went eighty and nineteen that season. For comparison, this the team that was like the second overall uh, was the Jazz Hands, and they went fifty nine forty. No, sorry, they was the um, is the Pies. They went sixty thirty nine. Um, so, okay, so we won eighty out of ninety nine games. Swept the postseason. And won our first championship. Woo! You did it! The crabs got their claws on the championship. They did! Finally! Uh, This included what is to date, I believe, the longest consecutive winning streak in the game. We had a 21-game winning streak. Um, Horace Best became the first player to steal 100 bases in a single season. And every single Crabs pitcher was on the leaderboard for the lowest uh, earn run average across the league in that season. Oof. Oh, wee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Y'all are nutty. Yeah. That's cool again, as hell. Again, when the Crabs fans say they're going to commit to something, they do it. We were like, we're going to become the fastest team in the league and see what happens. And we did it. <laughs> and when, so when did you, when did you guys win this championship? Uh, this is season six. Uh, the discipline era was 11 seasons long. Oh my gosh. That's yeah, right. So- for, for my brain, I know you said this was in, this was in the past, but my brain was like, whoa, congratulations. Like this must have <laughs> just happened. <laughs> This is, um, oh. I want to say September 2020. Yeah, it was September 2020. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this, this is a very exciting time for the Crabs. Meanwhile, elsewhere in the league, uh, they, the uh, Blazeball developers had introduced a new mechanic called uh, the Idle Board which was you could choose to idolize uh, certain players and you would get payouts in your in your little coin score if like you idolized a pitcher and they pitched a shutout or like you idolized a batter and they hit a home run. Um, and so there was this new metagame that was all about like, oh, like which which pitcher on this day is like the most likely to pitch a shutout. So like I'll switch my idol to them, whatever. None of that really matters. <laughs> um, the things that matter are the peanut got really mad that people weren't idolizing uh, the three players across the league that had been named peanut. Um, <laughs> what? So there were <laughs> in, in season two, uh, there were three players named Daniel and when the peanut showed up it changed all three of their names to peanut or no they were all named Dan except there was one Daniel and when it changed all the Dans to peanut it changed his name to peanutial <laughs> <laughs> because, no. oh. 
and replace <laughs> the player roster. <laughs> no. Um and and at towards the end of the season, uh, there was a um there's a red line uh that cut off the first three players on the idol board, uh, and there was a countdown. And the peanut oh. came and said, uh, basically like I want you to like honor my children. And people were like, oh, we have to get the three peanut names into the top three slots of the idol board. Um, but they only managed to get one up there because people would oh. just um people would just like leave like their idols selected for a really long time so that they got continuous payouts, whatever. Um, and so in addition to the peanut, uh, Jessica Telephone and Nagomi McDaniel, the two best batters in the league, were above the line. Um, and when this happened, when the countdown ran out, they received a player modification called Shelled, uh, which meant that they were encased in a giant peanut shell and they could not play. They could not bat in the batting rotation. They were basically skipped over. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, people also found out that you could idle dead players. Oh? Every player bio, like every little player bio has a specific ID attached to the URL. And people were, and people found this out because one of the players who was like a really good batter who was on the idle board already died. <laughs> <gasps> and they were like Judas. oh he's still on the idol board but he's marked as deceased uh and they were able to work backwards and find the url for Jalen's profile and put her on the idol board hey yo um because there was a blessing that season that was Steal the 14th most idolized player in the game. <laughs> Steal? Steal. And the fans looked at that blessing, and they looked at the idol board, and they said, What happens if we try to steal a dead player? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are nutty out here, I love it! <laughs> And the and the commissioner of internet Blaseball, who is at Blaseball on Twitter, said, "Are you sure about this?" <laughs> yes, and they, and they were sure. Uh, and so during the season six election, Jalen Hotdog Fingers was brought back from the dead. Uh, the garage's worst pitcher, Mike Townsend, retreated to the shadows. Uh, which people had not really known about before then. Um, the shadows are basically your bench and your bullpen. They are just like a bunch of players in reserve that you can't see on the main website. Um, and that was how people found out about them. They were like, oh, we have just like extra players back there, I guess. <laughs> in the, you know, over there. Yeah, there's like the bench warmers. Um, so, yeah, so season six, uh, the Crabs had a pretty quiet election. Um, they stole Nagomi again, uh, and they sent back Holden again, um, even though Nagomi was in a peanut shell uh, and she couldn't bat. 
So the jazz hands are basically like, sure, whatever. Like, she can't play for us anyway. That's fine. Like, you could take her. Um, Notably, we also gave Sutton Dreamy night vision goggles. And the reason that we did this was uh, because one of the Crabs fans is a really, really good better at baseball, which is a really high earner because uh, he bet on almost every game and just was racking up coins. And he went into our strategy channels and said, hey, what's like a blessing that we don't think a lot of teams are going to go for? I want to see if I can buy it myself with nobody <laughs> else's help. <laughs> hey, yo. And we were like, well, the night vision goggles would be pretty good, I guess, and probably nobody's gonna go for them. Um, because they were just an item that uh that let a random player hit fifty percent better during solar eclipses. And we're like, yeah, probably nobody's gonna go for that. Like that seems safe. Um, and so uh, Sun Dreamy ended up getting them. Uh, we had eighteen percent of the votes just from one one guy putting the votes in, <laughs> and so oh we just. Oh my gosh. We we refer to that as the election where Faye bought Dreamy some goggles. <laughs> there you go, babe. Get yeah. you some goggles. <laughs> uh, season seven was an interesting one for the rest of the league, but not for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because season seven was when everyone else started facing consequences for necromancy. <laughs> what? <laughs> and we were just kind of over in a corner. <laughs> what do you mean necromancy? <laughs> well, they they so they resurrected Jalen, uh, and she started, okay. and she started hitting people with her pitches. Um, there was a new mechanic introduced where batters could get hit by pitch, but only by Jalen. Um, oh. and, and when they were hit by a pitch, they would get the modification unstable. Um, and nobody knew what this was for a full 24 hours. Uh, people were like, wow, that's weird. Um, and then after every nine days, uh, the modification would refresh and just go away. Um, and nine, nine in-game days. So nine hours, basically. Um, uh -huh. and people were like, huh, wonder what that does. <laughs> 24 hours later they found out what that does <laughs> um, I'm so nervous <laughs> I remember this specifically because uh, my friend Emma who is like a, a, a sportscaster for the crabs we call them commentators, um, <laughs> was commentating a extremely regular crabs game um, and didn't notice that this was happening I was taking a nap I didn't know that this was happening. Um, and I woke up and a bunch of people in the chat were like, oh, you have to go look at like the, the Tigers game. What the fuck is happening in the Tigers game? And we're like, what? what? What's going on? Um, and three people who were unstable had been incinerated during that game. <gasps> no! And the and the text had uh, been added to to say a debt was collected. <gasps> oh, no, 
Um, this is wild. And once an unstable player was incinerated, the instability would spread to someone else in the game. So it chained. <laughs> that is so stressful. So three players died in that game. Uh, in the next game in that series, it was the Tigers and the Moist Talkers. Uh, two more players died, I think. Um, and two, so two more players who were unstable who died. And then in the next game, a player who wasn't even unstable died. And then another player who was unstable died immediately afterwards. <laughs> People were probably popping off just like, but stressing. What the heck? Yeah, it was. Why? Uh, it was just like an insane bloodbath, the likes of which people had not seen in this game before. People were so stressed. The devs had to like put up a little thing on their site that was like, hey, just to remind everyone, this is a horror game. <laughs> oh, I, I also forgot it was a horror game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that uh <sighs> That was an event that uh, is colloquially known as Ruby Tuesday. Because it happened what? on a Tuesday in real life. Um, and when that happened, the crabs were just playing a normal game because they were not in the same league. Uh, they were not in the same division as Jalen's team. <laughs> we were in the what? complete other division. <laughs> what a swerve. Just the crabs are just... Like just scoot a <laughs> scoot a ladoot and just yeah, having a good exactly. old time. <laughs> so, uh, our 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 stats people did a bunch of math and they were like, okay, so here's the deal: like, Jay, like Jalen's team, the Garages, only plays these other two teams that are in our league. Jalen is only going to pitch like this one game as long as nobody gets incinerated from this team. And, like, this specific chain doesn't happen where, like, it jumps to this other team that we're going to play. We'll be fine. <laughs> There's a path. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> there was a path. And it happened. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, instability, the instability jumped from, uh, it was, they played the Millennials. Uh, Dominic Marijuana got incinerated. And then it chained to someone on the Dale, and then it chained to Pedro while we were playing the Dale. Um, but <laughs> the next day was the rollover day for the end of the week, because every nine days just means a day that's a multiple of nine. <laughs> so we were like, all right, we have one eclipse game that is the only day where Pedro will be unstable, where he could possibly be incinerated because of this. <laughs> this I'm was sweating. the most stressed I've ever been watching text on a screen. <laughs> it was literally <laughs> Maryland time, three o'clock in the morning, and I was like sitting in my room in the dark, like shaking. <laughs> I can't watch this, but also if I tab away from baseball and Pedro blows up, I will be so fucking upset. <laughs> no. He was fine, no. though. <laughs> no oh. consequences for the crowds. Oh. 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 
Okay. <laughs> uh, and and uh, and that season, Forrest set a new record for base theft. Stole 114 bases that season. Nice, nice, um, nice. The idol board shenanigans happened again. Uh, oh. But this time, the Los Angeles Tacos... Um, so there were 10 slots above the line this time. And the Los Angeles Tacos said, well, we're the worst team in the league. We're going to sacrifice a bunch of our players so that like the good players don't get taken out of play. <laughs> and they also wanted to know what happened if every single player on their pitching rotation was stuck in a peanut shell. <laughs> uh, uh, wh- why? <laughs> I don't know. They thought uh, it would be funny. A lot, a lot of people, myself included, were like, "Why don't we just idle like the three peanut players who we were very clearly instructed to put on the idle board, guys? Like, why, why are we why not doing this? Aren't we listening?" So, uh. <laughs> so all five tacos pitchers were shelled. Um, plus Axel, who was still our best pitcher, was also shelled. Uh, so we are now oh. down our best pitcher and our best batter. <laughs> Judas. Uh, we also knew this uh, this season that there was a decree that was probably going to pass that was called Bless Off, uh, which meant that the top four teams of the regular season couldn't win any blessings in that election. Wow. And we were like, okay, we're probably going to get hit with that because people don't like that we keep winning a lot of blessings. <laughs> Oopsies. So we all saved our votes that season. We didn't mm-hmm. vote for anything cuz we were like those are going to be wasted votes. We're we're just we're not going to pour them into anything. We'll wait and then next season we'll have two seasons worth of votes to do whatever mm-hmm. we want with. <laughs> yeah. Um but we got hit with some other people's blessings. Um, we got hit with Blind Date uh, from the Garages, uh, who stole Oliver Not a Robot, and they sent back Luis Acevedo, who would go on to become a fan favorite crab. I love Luis. They're very good. Uh, Luis is um, a vampire vocaloid. <laughs> uh. They are immortal and also a hologram. I need to look at them right now. <laughs> I lo- I'm looking at them right now and I'm in love. Yeah, I, I love them. Oh my They're gosh. Um, they were not a good batter, but had an uncanny ability to hit singles that that was just like amazing. They also started stealing a lot of bases once they were given to the crabs. <laughs> it was it was extremely funny. It it was very much a case of like the simulator was like very much playing into like our our whole shtick unintentionally. <laughs> we were like, oh yeah, they taught they taught uh they taught the garage's player to steal. <laughs> Theft. Yeah. Uh, we also finished with the best record uh, in the entire league that season. We went 67-32. Uh, but we lost 
in the second round of the postseason. We didn't make it to the finals. Oh. Yeah. Um, so then season eight happened. Um, se- season eight was interesting because Axel being shelled fucked up our pitching rotation in a way that I don't think the developers intended. <laughs> uh oh. Um, Basically, there was a bug because Axel was shelled that made Birdie pitch twice instead of just skipping the slot in the pitching rotation. <laughs> uh, so, uh. so our campaign that season was just like, please fix the site and let Birdie rest. <laughs> <laughs> also because he was our worst pitcher we were like it sucks that our worst pitcher is pitching twice we don't like oh, this no. oh my god yeah uh, but hey at least he got practice in right yeah also at the end of the season 7 elections uh, the hall of flame was introduced uh, it was a leaderboard that in that listed every single player who had been incinerated. That have been flame broiled. Yeah. Um, and you could donate peanuts to these players in tribute. Um, and so the leaderboard was just how many peanuts had people donated to each player. And this was when we were introduced to the Hall Monitor, who is a giant squid who takes care of the Hall of Flame. The Hall Monitor? Yeah, he's a giant squid. <laughs> okay. The hall is vaguely implied to be underwater, but maybe also in space. But- <laughs> it's complicated. Here's the monitor. But it's I not on him. fire. No. Oh, I've seen the little icon for this guy. Yeah. Um, and then, fella. and then at the beginning of uh of season eight, uh, the shelled one showed up and got really mad that people were donating their peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> and said a hundred million snacks wasted you fools that is it strike four you are out see you soon what does that mean well nobody really knew at the time they knew that not getting the peanuts onto the idol board the first time had been the third strike uh because the shelled one had showed up and basically said like that's your third strike against me one more and you're out isn't there four sh- three strikes not four strikes. Yeah, sometimes in baseball there are four strikes. It, it's a thing that happens sometimes. <laughs> there's there's a modification that teams can get called fourth strike that gives them an extra strike, basically. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, season eight was a good season for the crabs. Just overall, they went 74-25. Tw- uh, it was their second highest season on record. Um. They won their second championship, and it was the start of Chicago, because (laughs) the genesis of Chicago was, A, the Crabs had become kind of an isolated team in terms of team culture. We were one of the biggest teams, I think, at that time. Like, we had the most people um, in, like, our our little rooms in the Blaseball Discord, but we mostly are in like our side discord and we didn't talk to a lot of other teams and a lot of other teams just like didn't like us um, because we Mm -hmm. were good and we had a lot of people who were annoying and about it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And 
The other factor that contributed to Chicago was that we played 12 games back to back to back against the firefighters that season. <laughs> oh, nice um, little lover's tango. Yeah. And at that point, uh, Cyber had devised tools that let you see ahead in the schedule. And so I saw that and I messaged Riley, who I knew was like um, an organizer among the firefighters. And I was like, hey, what if I make a discord server? And we all like we send it out to the crabs and we send it out to the firefighters and we all get together and watch the games together. And I was like, that's a great idea. So we did it. And uh, and we became best friends with the firefighters. <laughs> Aww. it was it was really fun. It was just like a really good community event. We uh, we watched the games together because there's like a little baseball bot that gives you score updates just right in discord. Uh, we talked about our players being friends. And uh, mm-hmm. it was really fun. It was. It's still one of my like favorite baseball moments. That's so wholesome. I love that so it much. It was. It was very much like we found our kindred spirits amongst the baseball teams because the crabs and the firefighters fans are very much just like regular sports fans and will like trash talk and understand that there's no hard feelings afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was it was really nice. I love the firefighters. <laughs> we still have the uh, the original Chicago Discord. It was meant to be like, oh, we put it up and then we get rid of it when uh, when this this uh, this season is over. Um, and then people liked it so much, we just uh, we just kept it up. It still exists. Uh, the the firefighters and uh, and a bunch of crabs just played video games together like last week <laughs> nice that's so good to hear oh my gosh such good beans yeah um so yeah that was that was the really nice thing that came out of season eight uh also we won another championship but who cares chicago <laughs> chicago, chicago Wait, so one more and then you're you're ascended yeah so we we now had two uh we beat the tigers we blocked them from ascension in the finals. Wow. Um, and all the while, Birdie Tosser was pitching 39 games in the regular season compared to all of our, our other pitchers pitching 20. <laughs> Wah. Wah. Uh, and even though we held on to all of our votes and we had two seasons worth of votes, we did not win any blessings in season eight. <laughs> Uh, it was <laughs> it, the wiki says it was calculated as an eight point five percent chance of critical failure. <laughs> what? We were the highest. Wait, so why did? <laughs> because because it's a random. Uh, basically because it's a random raffle. Like we were the highest bidders oh. in seven different blessings. We just didn't get picked. Wow. Yup. <laughs> That's insane. But I mean, the the good thing was that nothing ha- like nothing happened to us either. Like nobody stole any of our players. None of our players got nerfed or anything. We just stayed exactly the same as the team that had just won a championship. Yeah, we like you just the way you are, crabs. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so invested in this right now. Like I straight up, I'm just I'm staring at your little Discord name, but I'm like so engrossed in this like plot line 
right I, now. <laughs> I genuinely love the cars. Like their their discipline era arc is just like an incredible like sports underdog story. I love it so much. <laughs> it is. Wait, so there's eleven seasons, or is there eight seasons? So there's eleven seasons. Uh, season okay. nine. We are now at season nine. The crabs had the same exact team as the as the uh, the team that had just won a championship. Uh, they have the one of the best batters in the league stuck in a peanut shell. One of the best pitchers in the league also stuck in a peanut shell. They have still? just an incredibly yep still. Um, <laughs> it it is known at this point that bird weather can get you out of the peanut shell because there's a random event where uh where birds peck a player out of the shell, and this had happened Beautiful. to a couple players. Um, this happened to one of the tacos pitchers who then became like the only pitcher on their team. Uh, and this happened to Jessica Telephone who then I think immediately got shelled again. Whatever, it doesn't Aww. matter. <laughs> Jessica Telephone's <laughs> journey is not relevant to the crowds. <laughs> Poor baby. Um, season nine. Oh boy, season nine. <laughs> so, <laughs> season nine, day sixty-four. I believe it was a Wednesday or a Thursday. I wake up for work. At six o'clock in the morning. Uh-oh. I see that I have a lot of app messages on Discord. Oh no. And I go, oh boy, time to take a big sip of coffee and check the baseball notifications before I go to work. <laughs> <laughs> and um This is how I find out. Hold on, I need to um grab a screen cap for this because it's really funny. <laughs> This is how I find out that Tillman Henderson was incinerated at three o'clock in the morning Eastern Standard Time. (laughs) Tillman, no! And that day in the Krabitat was the funniest shit in the world. (laughs) Because (laughs) since it happened at three o'clock in the morning, people were just rolling in throughout the day being like, hey, where Tillman go? <laughs> Tillman? Tillman! <laughs> There's just a pile of ash on the floor. Tillman! Um, I've, I've scrolled oh. back to, uh... <laughs> to where I entered the chat that morning. <laughs> I go to sleep for six hours. My friend Addie said, I literally went to sleep at 3 a.m. and I wake up and he's fucking dead. Oh, no! <laughs> the boy! And so the that entire morning, <laughs> people would just walk in and be like, hey, what happened last night? Hey, where'd Tillman go? Hey, what's going on with the team today? And we'd be like, why do we have some news for you, bud? <laughs> All caps. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, this this day in the in the Kravitat is just like the funniest shit to scroll through. <laughs> it's literally a bunch of people just being like, 
Wow, good morning, everybody. Time to check the message. Like, time to check the overnight messages. I sure hope nothing happened to the team overnight. <laughs> sure hope nothing happened to anybody important to us. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other funniest thing about Tillman's incineration was that um, Blazeball has a has a very robust fan music culture. Oh, uh, and there that Friday, there was a uh, like a compilation album releasing that was um, that had been organized uh, pretty far ahead of time. Uh, that was like, hey, everybody from like other teams submit songs about your players. Um, and a musician from the Crabs, uh, whose name is Busta, had written a song called The Assassination of Combs Duende by the Coward Umpire Sunman by Till- featuring Tillman Henderson. <laughs> oh my gosh! And it is a in-universe song written by Tillman uh, <laughs> saying <laughs> the chorus is <laughs> if an ump tried to set me on fire I'd just dodge and not die. <laughs> <laughs> and when we realized that that was going to be out 24 hours after he died, we lost our goddamn minds. <laughs> the journey of the Baltimore Crabs has been such beautiful timing circumstance. Yep. And I'm sweating. <laughs> We like to say that we're the we're the Blazeball Simulator's oh. favorite team <laughs> because nothing R&G happens to because nothing happens to us unless it's the funniest possible thing. R and Jesus just loves you exactly. Uh, Tillman was replaced. Tillman was replaced by Silver Roadhouse, who is one of the best natural uh, RNG roles for a new player like ever seen. Oh. And she immediately started hitting home runs. <laughs> I think her first game after Tilva died, she hit a three-run homer. And we uh Tillman was known for hitting triples and three-run homers, and we called them Tilly triples, and we were like, oh yeah, we're gonna like Silver. She's like exactly the same kind of player. <laughs> uh Silver is also one of my favorite players. She did she's done a lot of really funny stuff, some of which we'll get to talk about. Uh, she is a cowgirl who is very commonly lured as not knowing what horses are. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's like a very cool like cowgirl gunslinger who also doesn't know what a horse is. <laughs> uh, I love the Minotaur. Grandpa Roadhouse is a ghost. Yeah, she shoot. also sometimes shoot us. Oh, she also sometimes channels the spirit of her completely alive grandpa in order to power up during games. Shoot that blaze ball out of the sky. Why 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 no horses though? I think just someone made a joke like, oh, it would be really funny if like she was a cowgirl, but she she doesn't know what a horse is. Like she has horse blindness. <laughs> we just rolled with it. I love this cannon. And I hope it never changes. Silver's great. I love her so much. I hope the only time 
that that she learns about horses is when she's about to be incinerated like she sees the light and there's horses and then ash oh man uh the so the the other notable thing uh well a couple notable things happened to the crabs this season uh the notable thing that happened after tillman was incinerated is that on day 103 during the postseason literally right after i woke up to watch the postseason games uh, Nagomi McDaniel broke out of her shell and immediately started smacking out home runs. <laughs> hey, yo! <laughs> uh, and the Crabs swept the, their first two uh, teams that they faced in the postseason, which was the Sunbeams and the Spies. Um, and then they got to the finals. <laughs> <laughs> the season nine finals are a very touchy subject for the crabs. Oh no. <laughs> uh so the every finals game is best of is a best of five series. Um if you win three, you sweep. Uh the crabs were up two against the Charleston Shoe Thieves. They won ga- uh the Shoe Thieves won game three. Aww. And then they won game four. Ah, <laughs> And then in the final inning of game five, I have to pull up this game. Uh, I, I watched it again recently and it is just the saddest shit in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the, oh no! <laughs> in the final game of game nine, uh, which was pitched by Birdie, who had again been doing double duty because one of our players were uh were shelled. Uh one of the shoe thieves, Stu Trollalal, hit a three-run home run and no. cha- and brought the shoe thieves back from a four to two loss to a five to four victory. Uh... <laughs> I think like a hundred oh. people were in the voice chat listening to this game being cast and just <laughs> And I just want you to imagine for a moment that happening in literally the last 30 seconds of the bottom of the ninth inning. <laughs> just screams. I I feel I feel like the vibrations in my headset of a hu- like a cacophony of a hundred yep. people losing their fucking shit. <laughs> but as soon as that happened, there was an emergency alert that wiped out the site. Huh? And the shoe thieves were now thrust into a boss battle huh? against the peanut. <laughs> <laughs> have gone on to say was intended for the crabs. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) 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 Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny! I can't! I guess this really meant to fuck up the crabs. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Good luck. Crabs fuck around, but we don't find out. 
And so this was this was a fixed boss battle, basically. So the the peanut had a team. It was uh, all of the players that had been shelled were now on a team called the Shelled Ones Pods. Uh, they were like vastly overpowered. They had a bunch of like team mods that made them a ton of power. Uh, the site layout changed to be like a, a JRPG. Like the teams had HP bars that would go down <laughs> depending on like what they scored. Um, this was like crazy to see live because nobody had any idea that it was coming. And like, especially the people in the voice call uh, were like, what, like, what on God's earth is this? <laughs> like, nobody knew that this was going to happen. It completely blindsided everyone. Um, and like the entire format of the site changed. The people who had been casting the game, like the crabs game in the crabs discord immediately started casting this game. Oh, my. <laughs> they were like, all right, like, we, we're here. Let's sports cast it. <laughs> A definite um, rings. So this was a fixed fight and the shoe thieves lost. Of course. Again, this was meant to be the crabs. <laughs> <laughs> My crabs, I love them. Uh, all of the shoe thieves were given curses. Uh, which were modifications called Flinch and Mild. Uh, all of their hitters got Flinch, uh, which meant they couldn't swing until one strike had already been thrown, so they couldn't hit any like runs or singles or anything until they already had a strike on the count. Um, and all of their pitchers got Mild, uh, which would occasionally make them throw a Mild pitch, which was like an automatic hit for the, the batting team. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Again, we dodged this completely. Swerved. <laughs> this would have nerfed the crabs. This would have completely changed, like, the rest of the era for us. Can you imagine? And we, and we slid right under that line. <laughs> I just envisioned being a dev and just, like, you mean the trap didn't work? <laughs> yeah. You mean... <laughs> The 8% that could have happened, happened. <laughs> oh my like, god. It was truly, like, the funniest example of just, like, the Blazeball simulator sometimes just, like, does something completely random that is, like, the funniest possible outcome. <laughs> like, just a team completely reverse sweeps the finals in, like, in what should be like an incredible underdog story, and they immediately get curb stomped and cursed. <laughs> and the crabs walk away totally consequence free. <laughs> I envision some Tumblr esque like fan art image of just like the remnants of the shoe thieves post nut. Mm -hmm. And then just like the whole post group, nut. like just, you know, the, uh, the, the, from Kids Next Door, the, uh, the kids from down the lane or something like that. Oh, sure, yeah. And how they move as, like, a whole unit. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just picture the crabs kind of shuffling away to the side as, like, an entire unit <laughs> <laughs> from that with, like, sunglasses on. <laughs> Absolutely. It was also great because, like, the, the pods were... um So all of the shelled players mostly were just, like, 
it was the most popular players in the league who people like couldn't be convinced to stop idling. So it was like, aha, your your best players have been turned against you. And like that was kind of the intent. But because the tacos had gotten all of their pitchers shelled and the tacos were the worst team in the league, it was like, oh, here's like four really good guys. And I guess the tacos? (laughs) 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 These are your villains. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Why aren't you scared? (laughs) Like, it it genuinely was kind of chilling to see, like, oh, like, fan favorite characters and, like, the devs could, were, like, doing the, the text live for the shelled one. So, like, whenever... Um, like Jessica Telephone would show up, it would like it would put up Ring Ring, which was like the most popular fan like cheer for Jessica Telephone and and stuff like that. And people were like, oh, that's really scary that it's updating in real time. <laughs> and uh and, and so yeah, so this this boss fight happened. Uh the shoe thieves got curb stomped. Onwards to season 10. <laughs> I'm so invested. I'm so invested uh, right the cra- now. <laughs> the crabs got one blessing uh, in season nine. Um, they got the fifth base bubble, uh, which meant which meant that any team outside of the wild high division had to run an extra base before reaching home. Mm. Um, players also got some because of the decrees that happened. Uh, certain players also got random modifications. Um, Nagomi got Fire Eater, nice. uh, which meant that uh, instead of being incinerated, she could eat like the fire from an umpire and hit a home run. Nice. Uh, and Monty got Friend of Birds, uh, which meant that they could use. Oh, hello, Momo. <laughs> Sorry, my cat just walked in and. At me. I heard. I was. I was confused. I was like, "Wait a minute, friend of bird," and then a <laughs> <laughs> uh, friend of bird meant that during bird weather they could like chase batters off uh, with birds, and it counted as an out. Oh. Um. They also lost Axel because everyone who was still in a shell, uh, basically got taken. Like they were all with the with the peanut. Now they weren't on the teams that they were supposed to be on. Again, Nagomi broke out of her shell 10 hours before this happened. Less than 10 hours. No, sorry. A little more than 10 hours. That's crazy. It was 13 hours Nagomi broke out of her shell. <laughs> oh. So we held on to one of the best batters of the league, but we lost our best pitcher. <laughs> <sighs> Again, the Sim loves the crabs. Sim loves us. Devs hate us. Exactly. One of the one of the devs is actually from Maryland and is a crabs fan, which is great. Ah, uh, that explains everything. <laughs> um, so then we come to season ten. Uh, season ten. Um, was a lot happened in season 10. <laughs> um, 
the Finn pitched her perfect game. We continued with the same roster that we had been before. Uh, some of our pl- a lot of our players lost um, like fractions of stars to blood drain, which is a mechanic that like lets players siphon uh, ability off of each other. Um, and then uh, the crabs that season went sixty nine thirty. Nice. <laughs> Which is why uh, on the the Blazeball merch website, our um, our jerseys have thirty on the back because they wouldn't let us have sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! Uh, towards the end of season ten, people also noticed that there were weird symbols on the idol board, and people were like, "Wow, I wonder what those do. I wonder what they what would happen if we uh, if we." got a player there um and they tried putting specific players there they kind of made some guesses but nothing really happened and the crowds were like we're gonna do an experiment real quick and we started idling tillman henderson who you may remember is dead Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh and we found that every time a dead player hit the spots that were marked with certain weather icons on the idol board uh, the icon and the number on the idol board would light up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, this is popularly called, um, this is popularly misconstrued, I think, in fandom as people say that we were trying to see if we could incinerate Tillman again by putting him next to the Eclipse icon. That's mm-hmm. not really what we were trying to do. We just kind of picked our favorite dead guy and we were like, well, let's see what happens if we put a dead guy out there. <laughs> the crabs are fucking around. Let's see if they find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, none of that really matters. Uh, they, get, they got dead guys in the slot. It gave them some modifications. Who were like, well, I wonder what that will be for. Whatever. Um, the important thing here is that... Uh, Players put Jalen back into slot 14 um, because one of the other like Blazebot NPCs had made a bunch of tweets calling to Jalen by name. And people were like, all right, let's put Jalen in in like her original slot that we uh, that we resurrected her from. It has like the icon of this NPC next to it. Let's see what happens. What happened was <laughs> that. So Jalen was 14th on the idol board. 14th on the Hall of Flame leaderboard was Tillman. Yeah. (laughs) When the countdown at the end of the idol board stopped on day 99 after the regular season, Jalen and Tillman swapped places. What? (laughs) Tillman came back to life. What? (laughs) Jalen went back to the Hall of Flame. Oh my god! <laughs> and Tillman accidentally became a plot important character, and that was when he broke containment because he uh he joined a different team, and we had to go to that team and be like, "Here's all the information about our guy," and they were like, "We love your guy," and we we're like, "Yeah, we love him too, but also you know that he sucks, right?" Like. It's very important that you know that he sucks. <laughs> this is crucial. 
<laughs> but but then it was too late, and he was a plot important character, and too many people liked him. Oh no! <laughs> we have a um we have a Google Doc somewhere of like we wrote up because they were like, well, what do you want us to know about your guy? Like now that we have him, like we know that like he has uh he has his wiki page, but like. What like what is the essence of this dude? What do you what do you want us to know? And we're like, all right, we could probably we could probably like whip something up. And we whipped up like a ten page document of just like Tillman facts. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them are on the wiki, I think. I uh, love this. Uh, and it was just like a huge list of uh, of Tillman traits. Uh, some of them are. <laughs> Dilman was actually sent back from the hall because he got a hold of the ox cord and would not stop playing. I got a feeling. <laughs> Dilman claims he faked his own death as a prank, bro, despite the fact that he absolutely did die for real. <laughs> I love him. Dilman has never once parked properly in his life. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> and some of them are just like regular like fan things like Tillman hit triples with such an unusual frequency that we still call them Tilly Triples. <laughs> and some of them are Tillman is a lifetime ban from every David Busters. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> there are a lot of ones about David Buster's in here. Why? <laughs> I also really like Tillman Vapes. The artisanal vape shop sent flowers to his funeral. <laughs> oh, uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's also a meme in a in in place of fandom to say that uh Tillman Henderson owes me insert amount of money. Uh because when um when Tillman died, the uh the crabs Twitter, uh that was run by one guy, God bless you, Josh, um made a made a tweet that was like Tillman Henderson memorial thread, like share your favorite Tillman moments. And like everybody was like Tillman ran me onto the shoulder of ID3 once. <laughs> Tillman borrowed $20 from me and never gave it gave it back. Tillman borrowed $50 from me and never gave it back. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the entire like replies that it was so funny. Um, so anyway, Tillman came back to life, Jayla died. Um, uh. <laughs> this did not really affect the crabs except for just personally in our hearts knowing that Tillman had come back to life and wasn't on our team. Yeah. Tillman has escaped. Confinement. It contained yeah. uh, The crabs made it into the postseason. And once again, they swept the postseason. They swept the sunbeams. They swept the levers. Once again, they faced the shoe thieves in the finals of the internet series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> once again, they won the first game. <laughs> Once again, they won the second game. <laughs> now, <laughs> I want to pause for a moment to talk about the decrees this season. 
Okay. okay. One of the decrees for season 10 was called Black Hole. Oh. And the description was, if your team scores 10 runs in a game, open a black hole. Okay. Yeah. And everyone was like, wow, weird. I hope we find out what that does. <laughs> uh-huh. In the last uh in the last game of the internet series, uh Shoe Thieves versus Crabs, game three. In the in the game long, in the bottom of the eighth inning, the crabs were winning nine to nothing. Oh. <laughs> Hot Fox hit a single, hit Silver Roadhouse in to score 10. The code that the developers had already implemented onto the site unintentionally triggered. Uh. <laughs> and a message was displayed that said this. The crabs accumulate 10. The sun collapses. Uh. The moon is swallowed. The black hole forms. Sun 2 rises. The crabs collect 10. The black hole swallows the runs and a shoe thieves win. What? (laughs) (laughs) So the game then became zero to zero and the shoe thieves were now losing the series negative one to three instead of or negative one to two instead of zero to two. Wait. The black hole ate a win. <laughs> it's pretty simple, Roma. <laughs> also, also the sun collapsed and the moon was swallowed. It's fine. They got a second one though. It was cool, right? Yeah, it's fine. Sun two is here now. Sun two. <laughs> um, this means this. Uh, this in-game event means that Tot Fox. The fox mm-hmm. with the crab hat mm-hmm. has the highest KD ratio in <laughs> Because in because fanonically, uh all of the fans had uh decided that the teams that weren't in the postseason were throwing a party on the moon. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> which no longer exists. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> I just these just just beady, empty eyes staring into Sun Number Two. Yeah, here's some really good art of Top Fox collapsing the sun. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, and then, and then the, and then the crabs won their third championship. Oh, they did it! They did it! And then the peanut came back. Oh. <laughs> um, and uh, and the peanut took, t- had taken the weights off, uh, and the crabs lost to the the pods in the first inning of that game. <laughs> uh, they took over a million points of damage and immediately lost. They the the peanut did what uh, 
broccoli de Degara. Yeah, exactly. Instantly. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, <laughs> and then the uh, the top fourteen dead players in in the Hall of Flame showed up as a new team called the Hall Stars, uh, right. and they challenged the pods and they beat the pods and those 14 players except for Jalen uh because of some fuck shit that happened uh were released and they never have to play baseball again they, they can rest <laughs> they're gone now they can finally rest um <laughs> none of those players were crabs uh it, so we didn't really care about that too much <laughs> okay. okay okay um so so that all happened uh, the monitor, who was like the sponsor of the shell, who who was the sponsor of the Hall Stars, ate uh, the peanut. Um, the peanut was defeated. Yay! Um, just like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just ate the peanut. It's fine. Okay. Um, said that the boss was on her way, uh, and the next day during elections, the boss showed up, who is a a giant coin, uh, and said the baseball was under new ownership. Um, and that we were entering the era of peace and prosperity. Mm-hmm. Totally. The other thing that happened during uh during the election is that the crabs ascended. They did it. Uh, there was a little blurb in the elections that said the Baltimore crabs have been called up. Good luck on your journey. They will be replaced in the ILB by the Tokyo Lift. Okay. And the crabs were gone. <laughs> they were not on the website. Uh, uh, <laughs> they were literally not in the league anymore. The the devs say if we can't defeat them, we just delete them. <laughs> oh my So gosh. kind of. <laughs> so and also to add insult to injury, um, the crabs had gotten targeted by a blessing called People's Champion, uh, which would steal three random players from the championship winning team. Uh, so they lost Nagomi, Dreamy, and Monty Bullock uh, to the Hawaii Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, and in return, they got the Fridays' three worst players, uh, Bevan Underbuck, Baldwin Breadwinner, and Evelton McBlace second. Mm-hmm. Um... This was universally regarded as kind of an infuriating move. <laughs> this was this was the finding out part of our ten seasons of fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the Crabs fans didn't really like it, but the finding out part was, hey. Your team is gone. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so season 11 happened and um, the crowds weren't there. <laughs> they were just gone. <laughs> I just picture everybody in the in the crab discord just like sitting in lawn chairs with like a cold drink, but all like very quietly and keeping to themselves like. What do we do now? (laughs) Yeah, so there was... uh, So season 11 started. um, And... (laughs) In the fan culture to cope, 
what we did was we turned to capitalism and we were like, okay, if the league is under new management, we're also going to become under new management and we're going to become a fake business. <laughs> so we had a whole arc where we became Crab LLC and we were like a fake um, like corporation and we had a bunch of channels where we just like LARPed business <laughs> people. <laughs> Um, and so, and people would just go with those channels. It, it was just like a fake like office Slack channel, and people would go with those channels and be like, "Hey, like, hey, everybody around the water cooler, uh, have you have you heard about like the new episode of The Office? Ha 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 ha! We're so normal." <laughs> <laughs> um, and that. Uh, that resulted in a lot of like fake officey officey merch that exists on like the Blazewell merch site and like a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of emojis that we still use. We have a little like post-it note that says noted <laughs> because people would send stuff in like the fake Slack channels and everyone would just respond, noted, noted, noted. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, and so that's what we were doing while the rest of the uh, league was actually watching baseball games. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, our team doesn't exist anymore. And a lot of people just like didn't want to join new teams. Like they, e they either were so like immersed and like fond of crab culture that they were like, I don't want to like find another team that is like this vibe. Um, or they just like didn't want to put emotional effort into it um after after kind of being burned by the simulator um so a lot of people actually stuck around um and the only way that we could see the crabs in season 11 was uh through a little widget on the site that was called the telescope uh and it wouldn't show us any games it would just show us what their score was and their score for that season ended up being one win and 99 losses. <laughs> we also didn't have any information as to who they were playing against. God? I don't know. <laughs> and then, I think this was during season 11. Uh, yeah, it was. Someone went to Blaseball2.com. <laughs> Blaseball2? Yeah, I believe because uh, like the the baseball Twitter account or something mentioned that like oh yeah the crabs are still around they're just at baseball two, uh and someone went to baseball two dot com and we're like hey guys this is a real website did you make this <laughs> did we make this <laughs> because it was um. It was, it had a picture of the crabs, so it's it's different now, but it had the picture of the crabs uh, be left behind a little gate. Uh-huh. Um, and everyone's like, no, like, we've never seen that before. Uh, and then the Blazeball Twitter confirmed that it was real, and we're like, oh, so I guess the crabs are still here, but they're trapped somewhere. <laughs> and, uh... Uh, and then the the big and then season eleven ended. Uh, the grand siesta started. That was the end of the discipline era, um, and and that was kind of the end of the crab's arc, except for a little epilogue. Uh huh. A little epilogue that happened in season twelve. 
Um, season 12 started. It was the beginning of the expansion era. Games went on as usual. The crabs weren't there. We were all very sad about it. Um, and then there was a new function on the site. People discovered that if they clicked on the black hole icon whenever there was black hole weather, it would pull up the crabs team page. Oh? And people knew vaguely that something was going on with the crabs because in the season 11 election, there had been a little blurb that said, uh, because uh, the decrees had been people were voting on things to do with the Forbidden Book. And one of them was close the Forbidden Book. Um, and the blurb for that said, the book closes on a prime piece of property in Baltimore. Peanut debris is cleared. Ground is broken on the Crabitat. And we're like, hey, we th- that's our ballpark. <laughs> hey. Hey. So in season 12, it was found that if you clicked on the black hole, it would pull up the Crab's team page. And it had a new tab on it that was labeled Keep Out. And if you clicked on it, it showed the title of the Crabitat, which was the Chesapeake Racetrack and Ballpark, a.k.a. the Crabitat. And we found out the people who still had the crabs as their favorite team on the site that there was an extra message that we got that no one else could see. <laughs> hmm. uh, it said that construction of the Kravitat would begin after day 27. And, at, mm-hmm. and so we were like, all right, we're going to be ready. We're going to like, we're going to be ready to construct this ballpark. Our team's not playing. We don't know what this is, but whatever it is, we're going to be ready. And as soon as construction opened, um, it was <laughs> what construction was basically was we had to pay our, our coins to fund construction. <laughs> we fully funded it in 15 minutes. After it opened. <laughs> Give us our crabs, damn you. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and no one else could see that we were doing this. Like, if you were um like a firefighters fan on the site and you clicked on the crabs page, um, you couldn't see any of this. Like, we had to describe this to other people because they they just like were locked out of being able to see it. Um, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, like it's it, that's really weird. Like, our team isn't even playing, but like we're allowed to interact with this like thing on the site that no one else is. Um, and. While we were funding, uh, while like the little number was going up for funding, we got a warning that said, warning, do not contribute, danger, authorized entities only, cease and desist, breach imminent. That's terrifying. And, <laughs> and then uh, after, and then we were told that after day 72, uh, construction would complete. And after day 72, when construction was completed, the crabs descended from the big leagues and they brought with them three more teams that had also been ascended. uh, The Atlantis Georgias, the Core Mechanics, and the Ohio Worms. Worms. Uh, And and the crabs are back. Uh, They had an additional player. Uh, They had a a lineup player had been added. They had Squid Galvanic, 
uh, who is a completely newly rolled player, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh no, she was she was a Shadows player mm-hmm. um, who had just been added to their lineup because uh, they were missing a player because of Axel. Mm-hmm. Um, and we found that we were able to vote in the election, even though we weren't playing that season. Mm. <laughs> and we also had a new team modification because we had ascended and this modification was called carcinization (laughs) and every time the crabs activated the black hole they would steal their opponent's best hitter for the remainder of the game and carcinization is a story for another day but the little epilogue to the crabs discipline era is that we did what we do best and we voted in the season 12 election um we the firefighters voted for tag team pitching knowing that it would also boost us because we were in opposite divisions now uh our pitchers all got boosted we got a defense boost we were able to give ourselves the fourth strike uh which counteracted flinch which we now had because we'd lost to the peanut Mm -hmm. And we were able to swap our worst pitcher with a pitcher in our shadows who was a much better pitcher. And then in season 13, the Crabs won their fourth championship. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Went right back to fucking around and not finding out. (laughs) Exactly. Doing what they They literally. <laughs> they literally descended from heaven, became even stronger, had a 5940 season, and won a fourth championship. Wow. <laughs> and swept the postseason. <laughs> Jeez. I can't. That's incredible. It's great. They're currently sitting at five championships plus another one they won in an alternate universe that doesn't technically count. <laughs> uh, can I ask you a question that it may or may not yes. relate? You may or may not know. Absolutely. So you remember how you mentioned Blazeball 2? Uh-huh. So I went to Blazeball 2. Yes. Why does it have Swedish fish all over it? So... <laughs> That is a weird story connected to the expansion era. The expansion era had generally like a lot more actual like website generated plot than like team generated underdog stories and and stuff going on. Um, as much as I remember, there was like an item in the shop because they like introduced a shop where you could buy like certain foods that would like affect your payouts. Um, it one of the teams did something complicated to open the gate on Blazeball 2 um, and it unleashed uh, like Swedish fish that you could buy in the shop um, and then you could use those fish to like interact in certain places on the website. Okay. I'm happy with that answer. I don't, I, I genuinely don't know why they had the fish behind the gate. Uh, there's also blazeballzero.com. Oh. Uh, which is a little a little desert with cacti in it. 
Ooh, what's that? That's not clickable. There's a little <laughs> bubble. I tried clicking on it, but it's just drip drops. Oh, yeah, the blagging ball. What is that? <laughs> uh, so the blagging balls were, are, are a thing. Um, they're just awarded for like milestones in in the league. Um, and they hid one on uh on Blazeball Two so that they could announce when people had found Blazeball Two basically <laughs> on the Twitter. Oh my goodness. <sighs> I am so blown away right now. Yeah. <laughs> there is Peaceful's a high great. I get. Uh, I get this absolute hyperfixation high when I have started. I literally start from zero. I'm like, I know nothing or very little. And then like an hour or so later, I am just chock full of knowledge and serotonin. And <laughs> even though I'm full of information, I am now starving for more. <laughs> and I could listen to you to talk about baseball for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there, I have good news. There's a whole other era, and you can read about it on the wiki. <laughs> All right. What's the? I I could figure it out. I'll figure it out now that I have Here, some. I got you. Some knowledge. I've got an understanding because it's one thing to just look at it and be like, "Ayo, this is Buck Wild," but now now I mm-hmm. understand to a degree, and I'm gonna run with it. Run so far. Yeah. There's still so many bases. <laughs> <gasps> Holy shit! The crabs did it. They fucked around they and did found it. out twice. They they, they fucked did around. and <laughs> <sighs> they found out and then they came back and they immediately kept fucking around. <laughs> A t- there's a really good t-shirt in uh in the Blazeball Cares merch store. Uh says the Baltimore Crabs will never die on it, and I own one. <laughs> I uh speaking of the merch store, I uh I of course had to go tool around side and uh you didn't tell me that there was a Tillman Henderson body pillow. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's in two different options. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. One of the one of the moderators, uh, one of the other moderators in the Kravitat has one, um, and for the anniversary of his incineration, took a picture of uh of, their, of his Tillman body pillow with like a little ice cream cake. <laughs> That's really good. <coughs> <coughs> That's incredible. Uh, I'm in love. I don't know how to process this anymore, though. Like, um, do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to to put on the the on us listeners about the the Baltimore crabs today? My closing thoughts are: uh, our our wiki people are genuinely amazing. Um, Sam and Melp, you do god's work by keeping our our history section up to date uh 
we have some of like the most comprehensive documentation on the wiki i think uh thank you so much um join the Kravitat at tillmansucks.com <laughs> um and and claws up baby oh our uh our um our team slogan used to be in season one it was soft shells hard balls and we got them to change it to claws up because we were just like we don't accept this our our team slogan is claws up and then the devs changed it <laughs> that's so perfect you guys great. are too powerful outright <laughs> yeah uh also blazeball comes back in uh in the fall and um yeah you should you should consider joining us at the Kravitat or just like hang out on the Blazeball Discord click around find a team that you vibe with a lot of the other teams are great I love the firefighters love the uh, the Kansas City breath mints are great um, the pies are fantastic love the Philly pies um, there's definitely a lot more like lower key teams that are just in it for the fun if you're not like super strategy oriented um, the crabs have since kind of implemented like we we have our our nine strategy channels or whatever. Um, some of them are like, hey, I want to vote for a fun thing and not like think about statistics. And and we have a lot of communication between like the stats people and like the I want to do this for like a, a fuck around and find out reason or like a lore reason that I think would be fun. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was told, I think, to mention that we we did run and we did trick ourselves into running an ARG um, <laughs> <laughs> during season 11 uh, because a, a couple of people thought that us committing to the bit of being a corporation was going to turn out to being an ARG. So we started putting puzzles <laughs> out for people to solve. What? <laughs> puzzles? <laughs> Yeah, I think you can find most of that. There's like a document floating around the Kravitat somewhere. Um, yeah, that's I, I I think that's it. There's a lot of cool fan work on the wiki. If you check out the Krabs page for the wiki, uh, there's a lot of like team pictures and fan songs and um, Mac, who people may know from. The uh, Pokemon Showdown has made uh, crab tapes, which are like hour long, uh, basically like DJ sets that are themed around the crabs. Uh, There's a ton of fan fiction. We have a lot of like meme videos up on YouTube. There's an official Baltimore Crabs YouTube channel that has um, season hype videos that are incredible. Uh, Shout out to Josh, who also runs the Twitter. Um, And yeah. Go go crabs. Go, I love those guys. Go crabs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am on board. I mean, yes, I'm gonna go look around, of course, and see what the other teams got going on, but I'm kinda I'm kinda signed up and sold over here right now. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> I was also told to mention that um when uh whenever a team wins a championship, uh they are allowed into their own like special channel in like the main Blazeball Discord, uh, which they can keep locked to just like post on on their own in. And um all of the crabs were like, okay, when we win our third championship, we're not gonna let any other teams in. We're just gonna post like the same crap like picture of crabs stacked on top of each other 
over and over. All of us. All. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> and that was the crab stack to heaven. <laughs> crab stack stacking on heaven's wow. <laughs> I... I'm so happy that you've come onto my show today. <laughs> I'm very grateful. <laughs> I am very excited to finally understand what what is and is not happening in in baseball and how to navigate through this Wikipedia. And I am probably going to draw Tillman at some point, and no I'm one is so going glad. to stop me. <laughs> Oh, here I found one of the one of the images of the crab stack, but it has text on it because people started putting text on them. (laughs) 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 Rob, are you okay? Yes, I am. Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm doing so good right now. I'm so great right now. I am. I th- thank you for that. You're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crab stack that says Tillman Anderson literally dodged the draft on I forgot the listeners had to know what I was laughing at. I was just, I'm going to leave them hanging. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> More reasons why you oh, need to man. join the Discord. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, my phone died, and I no longer had oh, a no. timer. <laughs> oh God! Happening. So That's so funny. If I may, mm-hmm. uh, how would you, or if 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 I could ask you, mm-hmm. how how can the people find you on the internet? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Corp Survivors. Uh, you can find most of my baseball posting on Tumblr. My Tumblr URL is charasnablescanontoyota.com. Blah. I remember when I found you on Tumblr, I, that killed me. That absolutely killed me. It's the favorite thing I had seen returning to that hell site. I'm one of two people with interstitial podcast-based URLs on Tumblr that I know of. Um, is it my turn to plug things now? I'm sorry, my brain is so chock full of crab. I think so. All I can think about is crab. You can find this podcast as a whole at the Hyperfix Pod at the Twitter.com, where I announce where episodes are happening. I will like things that the episodes have talked about and uh, announce streams. I do not know how I'm going to stream anything baseball related, but I'll figure it out. Um, um. <laughs> Cyber has a has a website called Before where you can watch um old baseball games as if they were happening live. That might be what I have to do. <laughs> and I and I know like we've used them to do like uh sports casts before. They're good. I need to get that link on the a baseball channel. Thank you. Um, you can get also the link for this Discord. I'm getting back into podcast voice. The crabs are falling out of my ears. Okay. <laughs> so you could find uh, the link to the Discord for the hyperfixation station um, on our Twitter account. 
or uh, email us or something. You can figure we'll get there. It's in the show notes for sure. Um, into where that Discord, you will find all the things that me and Marn have talked about in the Blazeball tab, as well as many other things that we've talked or that I've talked about with my guests on the show. This show is only happening because Moonshot said it could. And so um, check out the Moonshot Network at moonshotpods on twitter.com or any of their amazing streams at twitch.tv forward slash moonshot network where you will also find all the other cool podcasts like i'll have an advertisement at the end of this one for <laughs> a podcast i know the, i've done champs twice now <laughs> for good reason champs is great listen to champs <laughs> champs is great champs is very good yeah. Um, I will say, I don't know who did the champs promo clip, but thank you for putting me in it. <laughs> I think that was I appreciate Jay? it. <laughs> Question mark. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Offuskate. That is O-F-U-S-K-A-T-E for my intro and outro music. Um, you could find them on Twitter and SoundCloud and Instagram for sure. Uh, so I've thanked Moonshot. I've thanked off you skate i thank you marn thank you for doing this thank you for having me this was very fun i am i am definitely going to be crawling into your your life again about this very soon mm, yes um <laughs> yes you can't see it but i'm doing little crabby hand gestures yes. like Zoidberg stuff. yes i think that is it i think this show is done I've done it. We've done it. We've, we've done it. Be safe. Don't die. Drink your water. Go crabs. Claws up, baby. Baltimore this crab I guess <laughs> no yes I'm gonna leave it that way um, that, that is what they say <laughs> really no ah! <laughs> I'm hoping maybe it'll stick I'm hoping <laughs> um Welcome, one and all, to Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends. This is an actual play podcast where I, Riley Hopkins, showcase to you my amazing friends. We do shows such as Star Wars. We've done DC's Amalgam Universe. Prepare soon for Zoids and Lancer. A smorgasbord of great content brought to you by great people. If you're looking for an actual play show that loves fan fiction as much as you do, you've found it. Sights to be unseen. Sounds to be unheard. It's fantastic. Come join us at Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends. The actual play podcast built for you that steals. 
this is just me proving that my mic doesn't sound like that. And I did that for an artistic kind of choice, like a megaphone. You get it. 